Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, hello there. Hi. <laughs> That's so hello. cute. <laughs> everyone is just so cute. I can't help. Um, welcome, everyone. Uh, this is the very first episode of The Rest of Us, our weekly podcast discussing uh, every episode of The Last of Us that finally, finally arrived. Uh, <gasps> and we are super happy. But uh, I'm going to break the mood immediately <laughs> because uh, we will start with the bad stuff but before we do that uh let me introduce our lovely gang of misfits uh we have the wonderful erica Hi. Uh, the great nick Woo. and me lily <laughs> hello <laughs> we're all here we are all last of us fanatics and and just you know we just love it <laughs> let's get the bad stuff out of the way and let's discuss well, what was the negative things that you just didn't really click with in this first yeah. episode was there anything at all or you know how spoilery do we want to avoid this section or do we want to just go for it you just go it's, if you're it's, here you should be expecting spoiler spoilers <laughs> yes. yeah just spoiler i'm just gonna put it in the window like spoilers <laughs> oop, oop. mine is go. more of like a like a little nitpick because I know my okay. biggest issue is actually the same as yours, Lily, and I'll okay. let you take the helm on that. But my tiny little nitpick is um, Joel's accent kind of going away a little bit after the 20 year time jump. It might mm -hmm. just be because it was that big of a time jump and he maybe just lost his accent over time because it was so dramatic from like the first part. It was yeah. pretty thick. And then it just kind of like when pretty much disappeared so it's possible yeah. it was intentional that they did that but i did wish that like you know on occasion some words would hit heavier than others i, think I can understand that to be fair uh nick did you have anything that was like eh? troy baker's joel from the video game that accent is like iconic so i think we all kind of wanted to see it so yeah i, I agree with that one but uh for me i think one of the negatives was uh i think i don't even know if it's like a criticism but it's kind of like a little also kind of maybe nitpicking, but I feel like there were moments in, in the episode where the story did feel a bit rushed. Specifically, there's a moment towards the end of the episode where Joel and Tess are trying to find Robert and yeah. the fireflies oh. have just had this big fight with Fedra and there's dead bodies everywhere. And Marlene's been injured. And then Joel and Tess see that the battery they're looking for is destroyed and they kind of look at Marlene and Marlene's like, yeah, well, this situation didn't pan out. We have this girl we want to smuggle. Do you want to smuggle that? Smuggle her? And then Joel and Tess are like, okay. And then it's it's done. I feel like there were times where, I, I don't know if it's because it was like a, a jam-packed episode and they were trying to fit too much in, but there were little moments like that in the episode where it just felt like it was so rushed. It was so quick. I don't know if you guys feel the same, but it's... I didn't until Not that you, you pointed it, it out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because I'm like, well, yeah, that would have been cool to see, you know, Joel and Tess maybe shoot a few shots 
one of them is the one who gets oh my gosh and is and it's it's late and early for all of us so we apologize um uh so robert yeah that they were that beat her up that beat up tess tess is yeah yeah um you know that one of them got to shoot him i think would have been fun i think that would have tied it in a little bit better if they gotten into a little bit of a gunfight yeah like i remember that moment in the game (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that happened in the game. And I remember that 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 sort of moment in the game where Joel and Ellie meet for the first time and then they go off together while Marlene takes Tess to see the goods that the goods, Marlene yeah, yeah, yeah. would reward them with if they were yeah. to smuggle Ellie. So there's kind of like a little bit of a pacing sort of slowdown in the game and it kind of makes that moment last longer and it feels more impactful when Joel mm-hmm. and Tess agree to take Ellie uh, and try and smuggle her out of the city. I feel like the moment was, it's its, it's kind of a pivotal moment. And I feel like it mm-hmm. was very much just rushed through. Not not terribly rushed through. Like it still kind of had the effect, but I feel like it could have had more, more of it. I feel like it, it just, it was glossed over a bit, I think. I yeah. don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think about that until you pointed it out. Mm. Yeah. Oh. No, I i mean, it still happens. Like, you know, it, it's test still goes back because she leaves uh, Joel and Ellie uh, in there to have like a sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. Sleep. <laughs> but, I'm uh... so glad they had that moment as well. Cause that moment between them is so cool. And when they rushed through that, that part, I thought we were going to miss that scene. Yeah. Like, at no, least we, we no. were still able to get it. Oh yeah. 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 I, I wasn't worried about that because they, they did a very good job keeping in the important uh, conversations from the game. So I was very oh, happy with that. So uh but i do have two two things that i was like hello (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) so first of all this scene is going to give me nightmares for years to come it's it's the scene where nico parkers who's also tandy v newton's daughter just so you know i love her and I'm so happy that Nico is doing so well. Uh, but Nico Park is playing Sarah. And uh, it's the scene uh, where she's at the neighbors and she's looking at the DVDs. And we can see in the background. Um, uh, <laughs> Grandma Adler. <laughs> yes, Grandma Adler just being oh, like, yeah. you know, tweaking already and everything. And it's all blurred. But it's <laughs> it's so freaky. It, it's going to give me nightmares. Like, I knew nothing's yeah. going to happen. Because obviously was, I played the games, but yeah. still, it was nightmare fuel. It's, <laughs> it's the tendrils and fungus starting to come oh. out of her. Oh, disgusting. <clears throat> but but here's my problem, right? So, in the scene uh, where we are already in Boston, and the little guy arrives and he sits in the wheelchair and he's looking at the wall. And there's uh, the infection uh, stages, like how long will it uh, take you to turn if they bite you on the head? How long it takes if you, they bite you on the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now, we know that the grandma wasn't bitten, obviously, because that's not a thing at the beginning. How long was she infected? How could she do the twitching without properly turning and just sitting back down and not turning until late into the night? like? in the next morning basically because it's 2 37 in the morning when uh sarah wakes up and that's like mm. the afternoon in the scene when she does that whole twitching thing like i have an idea okay you have an idea so i so before this i was looking at youtube videos of like the comparison side-by-side video games and one of the comments below actually talked about um how 
how like fungal infections and stuff like that can be transferred through food. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. They were eating the biscuits. They were. And the cookies. cookies, Like maybe that's how she got it was through food that they had made that maybe had kind of gotten. Maybe they got it from the city and brought it Mm. home and it traveled through food. Because they had that 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 intro sequence as well with um, uh, those doctors. It's it's I think it's from Dr. like Newman. the 80s or something. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. 1968. Um, 1968. That's it. Um, and uh, John Hanna plays that guy who is in the Mummy movies. I'm a big fan. As but Jonathan. Anyway, sorry, moving yeah. on. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he. I thought that was such a great opening sequence. I wasn't expecting anything like that. And he kind of talks about. Uh, funguses and how they can mutate because if things get warmer, so it's kind of like global warming. So I think that uh, that kind of starts to talk about the infection. I think that the series is going to talk a lot more about the infection and the virus, how it affects people. Flashbacks uh, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways that they can kind of go into that. Uh, but it's a very interesting question of how how she got infected and and why it took so much longer. Yeah, because yeah. I was like. If we are going by your logic, then you know the time, yeah, that it takes for her to properly turn and attack um, her loved ones, it just doesn't really make sense. I, I think maybe it was like briefly mentioned and and sort of like shown in the episode because it's going to be expanded upon later. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's my, my thought because I mean also it maybe it, it took a lot longer for her to turn because that was on outbreak day that was right at the beginning and then twenty years yeah, later yeah. maybe it it infects people quicker yeah uh, I think maybe they've done that intentionally like the twit the, the boy in school who's twitching I think that they might show more flashbacks yeah um, yeah yeah you know we we've got a whole roster of characters we might see flashbacks for all of them I'm hoping is one of my anticipations I'm hoping to see maybe we see flashbacks of some of the bigger characters like Bill on outbreak day i think things like that would be cool and maybe they sort of expanded from there yeah I, the other problem is that we both mm-hmm. have erica <laughs> is yeah. the spores like oh. my my days i i was like that scene didn't hit as hard as it should have when they stepped into the hideout and there's the infected mm-hmm. on the wall and there's no spores nothing they they are yeah. just like oh my god there's an infected on the wall it wasn't here before and i'm like where the fuck are the spores it's so annoying like uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's because i wouldn't no i would still care if it wasn't a story point but it's also a story point as we discussed yeah. in in discord like you know that's how joel is going to believe ellie uh, that's how later on in the second game nora is going to believe ellie that that she's immune mm-hmm. um uh the the bloaters are using spores uh to drop tear around the tear it off and just you know that it's it 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 keeps coming up so i don't i don't understand why we just said ah we don't need this when it's yeah. Neil said something along the lines of, like, in real life, if there were spores, it would spread everywhere very quickly. And he said something, somebody, somebody told me this, so I don't know where I can find it or verify it. But he said, like, in real life, spores would get everywhere. So if we are doing Mm. this IRL, it wouldn't make sense to have spores that can spread so easily throughout the world. So in order to combat that, I think they need to, they probably will, and they most likely will, like, this is only the first episode, making those tendrils 
yeah. even more terrifying, which they did. I didn't even realize they were tendrils actually at the beginning when she was like eating the neck. I thought it was just like a clump of hair stuck in yeah, yeah, her yeah. mouth. And then yeah. I saw so the tendrils I. and I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's the horror. It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but you're Why right. did you do that? <laughs> it didn't hit hard enough. So, Not at all. I, I think it, it, it's interested. it's something that was such a big part of the first game as well. Like I I loved the the sort of gas mask scenes mm -hmm. where like they're in a claustrophobic dark tunnel and they've got a gas mask on. Like it's just I don't know. It's it's kind of it's a lot more badass. Like and we're not gonna. I don't think we're gonna see much of that at all, if yeah. any. That that as well, and and you know it it gave to the atmosphere a lot as well. Like yeah. you know I think some of the scariest parts in the game are with the spores involved mm -hmm. uh, and i'm not saying you can make it scary without them because they just proved us wrong <laughs> with that you just scene. have to do it you just have <laughs> to do it right exactly which i'm now yeah. less afraid of mm -hmm. that they they can pull it off because i think they can i i, I think this first episode is easily not just proves that this is going to be the best game adaptation ever uh it's also one of the best pilots of any tv shows uh, if i'm honest it. yeah 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 all right let's get into the good stuff and let's break down the episode itself uh let's try to keep it in timeline order as the episode goes so it's, yeah. it's just easier <laughs> to follow us <laughs> because i know i know trust me i i am like i want to talk about this i want to talk about that let's go in order let's start with the opening sequence that we already mentioned briefly it's the it's it's literally the opening to the whole thing in 1968 uh where john uh hannah's dr newman is talking about how he's afraid of the fungus infections uh and how it can like you know change everything and i just told erica while nick was watching the episode that it freaked me the fuck out because yeah. i watched documentaries i read papers and literally there are scientists out there who are saying that it is very much a threat and we should count ourselves lucky that it just can't do that yeah <laughs> no. well that we know of yeah yes <laughs> and i was like i was i was i look back i think i watched this scene at this point like five times already i think it's fucking brilliant especially how mm. they use the audience when he starts talking about i don't know how much you noticed it once he starts talking about the control stuff like how the fungus gets into your brain and starts uh, controlling the host they show these like few seconds of shots of the audience and everyone is like they got a just little they're frozen and... just yeah. stiffer and i was like oh <laughs> that's so creepy and especially if you look at later on uh mrs adler the neighbor who's also very stiff really stiff Oof. i think that that scene is is really it's that's chilling because it, it, it kind is. of I, I love the 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 sort of progression of that scene though because it kind of starts off where the that host as well like he's kind of just making jokes he's just like yeah. oh, whatever you know you're yeah. just a conspiracy yeah. theorist he's like laughing it off and then he also the same kind of thing he gets like really serious and he's like well actually this guy's got a point and then he doesn't even like outro the show he's like We'll be back. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna yeah. break. I thought it was really interesting yeah. too that he brings up like modes of transportation and how easily these things can be transmitted because I think both like, most of us have watched this either two or three times already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's so 
second watch through immediately after um i noticed there were a lot of airplane like a lot yeah a lot happening and i thought that was kind of like a cool callback to being like hey because of all mm -hmm. of this modes of transportation and now we're seeing it at the very beginning of the outbreak being like hey here's the beginning of everything these modes of transportation are going nuts yeah. and carrying all these things so i thought that was an interesting little thing to mention so, so and cool. chilling to real life oh yeah which makes yeah, it even scarier i'm in 2020 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, we know we know about we know a little bit about pandemics already. So okay, I don't I don't I want to put it out there. I don't want to live in the last worst world. No, no, not at all. It's like no, thank you. Zombies before this, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Uh, but yes, that opening is just brilliant, and I love that they mm. asked John Hanna to do that because yeah, he loves John Hanna. He's great. He's, He's so, so cool. Great. He's so just, cool. It's just cool. Uh, I remember right. watching because I didn't know I didn't know he was going to be in it, and then I, I saw his face, and I was yeah. like, I know that guy, I know that voice, and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's Jonathan. That's John. That's John. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then we, you know, we got the intro. I think it's beautiful. It's a bit Game of Thrones like. <laughs> that's what, that's exactly what my husband said too. Um, they used a little bit of the actual intro from the game, like the vibe of like spreading, almost like ink droplets yeah. flowing. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But it's, it didn't tie in quite well enough. It felt yeah. a little too Game of Thrones. And I was like, I know maybe this is going to be HBO's thing with intros when they do big shows like this. <laughs> if this is just going to be like, hey, we're going to kind of take control of the intro. So it's kind of like our thing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, I <laughs> guess. It does feel like that, to be fair. It's like, okay. But the music. Oh, oh. I, that that got me crying right there. Same. That was the start. I was like, okay. And I, me and Lily both made the mistake of forgetting tissues. Um, mm. Bad, bad choice. It's bad. not a good choice. Not, not Make sure choice. you're prepared when you go into episode one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We already spoiled it a little bit, so. But we said spoilers, so shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pause the video, go watch the episode, then come back. That's it. That's the plan. Um, and then we get, well, kind of what we already know from the game, but I love that we got an extension of Sorrow's yeah. story and how it all starts, how mm. the day starts, basically, the outbreak day. Uh, let's talk about Sarah, because... Oh, my gosh. Perfect. Perfect, Sarah. Oh, my perfect. gosh. It was really beautiful, too, because I think it was the opening shot was, like, her flowing window with the curtains and it yeah. and you game players we all know that that's the menu with the flowing the menu. curtains and i was like yeah. yes this is great her bedroom looks almost exactly the same with the pink and the white mm -hmm. and the stickers on the bed yeah and she has yeah. the same shirt the, the same, same exact shirt, shirt. Did you notice that same i just the same exact shirt yes i was and like i was looking for that shirt i was like oh, i'm gonna find I it i learned an easter egg about that shirt um the back of the shirt with the tour dates on it or not the tour dates but the tour locations is the where they visit throughout the game in chronological <gasps> order oh, is awesome. where they go in the game and i was like that's so cool 
but yeah, like, come on, Nicole Parker is such a good choice. Uh, mm. She was flawless, I think, with the whole uh, delivery of the scenes. Uh, I think she had a great chemistry with both uh, Gabriel and Pedro. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and then, you know, the whole thing, how we see everything unfold through her eyes like you know we we get to the school and i love that school scene and i even wrote up uh what is next to the clock because i think it's very true we learn not in school but in life Ooh. that's what's next to the clock and i was like oh, yeah you know the tiny little details in there already like mm. uh if you look at that poster later on that happens in the episode everything is in there in the classroom the coughing is there the twitching, the classmates' mm -hmm. hand twitching, oh, yeah. uh, and how uh, uh, you know Sarah notices it, uh, and then if you listen there, the teacher literally says that I know this can feel like that it's not going to be important later, and you are all shaking your heads. And I was like, Are they? Are they shaking their heads because of that? <laughs> the whole beginning of this because we all know what's going to happen and uh, yeah. this whole the whole beginning part i my chest was just tight and anxious because mm -hmm. i even though i knew what was exactly what was going to happen you know everything that was going on but just like you i was like hearing all these tiny things in the background some of the planes going by some quiet sirens until they weren't so quiet the slight mm -hmm. twitching and i'm just sitting there like almost like paranoid like <laughs> Somebody's going to jump out at me. What's going to happen? <laughs> they did so well at keeping the suspense and slowly bringing it all into the limelight with the clocks. So good. So good. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy how they did that because, I mean, I, I checked that that opening sequence is, is like 34, 35 minutes long. Mm -hmm. And somehow that, that 35 minutes felt like a slow burn. It felt yeah. like it was way long. I thought, like, is, like, is that almost the end of the episode? Cause it yeah. felt like so much tension was built and the payoff was great. And it just, it's those little moments where you hear something in the background while you're seeing the sort of, you know, the, the contextual stuff on screen, you're hearing little things and it's building that so well. I think it's, it's a great point. I think it's, it's such a good opening sequence for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It was, it was nice being able to see the things that they're adding to make, to fill in the blanks and mm -hmm. to, elevate the story instead of like taking things away and like doing their own twist it's like no 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 we're gonna enhance what we already have and what we're already what we've already been given and yeah of course everybody was initially scared of that like you're gonna do that okay we're scared i'm no longer scared <laughs> because they did it so beautifully and yeah. it, it made sarah's spoiler death a lot more impact impactful. oh yeah a yeah, lot yeah. more a lot more so much better than in the game i'm just gonna put that out there so much better it's wow, like okay. if, if that scene can be better obviously it's, that <laughs> it, sounds morbid <laughs> yeah it sounds weird but like i'm so sorry troy but i but pedro did it better yeah he did i'm just i'm just i think yeah. I, I think it's the suspense it's it's that build up that moment yeah. and i think it also it it's i think the show does so well knowing that 90% of the audience knows what's going to happen. They've played yeah. the game or they've heard about the game. They know what's going to happen in this op opening sequence. And I think the show is very aware of that and builds the tension mm -hmm. with that in mind so that when it happens, it's actually brought you to a place. And even though you know it's happening, it still hits you like a ton of bricks. So hard. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, what so hit me hard. very hard is that even, you know, you wake up, there's bomb going down everywhere around you. And then there's a dog who's freaked out and doesn't want to go back to his home. And you're like, I'm just going to go in. And I'm like, don't make Sarah stupid. <laughs> like, Sarah, no. <laughs> Please. She was so smart throughout this whole thing. And you're going to send her in to that Ugh, fucking house? Freaking kids, man. <laughs> freaking kids. Freaking kids. Why are you, why are you doing this? Like Classic no, horror movie mistake. It is. It is. It's, it's like, right, why Why would you do that? But it also gives us, I think, the second creepiest part of the whole episode. Uh, with the whole... With trend. Uh, I don't, don't do it. I, <laughs> I, hate, I hate parasites. I'm just going to put this out there. I just hate them. <laughs> and this is like, you know, like a parasite infection, what, basically. Like, yeah. like, and, and then when he started to, like, I was the same. Oh, is that hair in, in her mouth? No, no! <laughs> oh my God, no! Like, eyes wide, like I, I am traumatized. I'm just putting it out there. I'm like, yeah. Like no. if they're doing that well with just that tiny little scene, I cannot wait to see what else the tendrils can do. But I'm also not excited to see what the tendrils can do. I, I don't know if I want to see it. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see it. I'm not no. gonna lie. I'm like. <laughs> Trauma. Well, we uh, can we can take we can take it this way. The tendrils have have I think essentially re replaced the spores. So at least yeah. it gives us an element of something. It gives us something. At least it's, it's terrifying. They didn't take it. away to take away. They took away and <laughs> gave something. I, I hate it. I I purely hate it because I love Alien. Like right, it's one of my favorite movies. Alien and aliens and whatnot. Uh, scares the shit out of me to this day because I'm so afraid of like this whole parasite stealing your body kind of stuff. Mm. And 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 I especially find it disturbing when something comes out of your mouth. So imagine me watching that scene now. You're like, probably, you were probably sitting there like uh, yep, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of vomit. I, I need to call my you know therapy session or something because I yeah. can't. <laughs> we'll be talking about this in therapy. Did we ever know why in the first game why Joel left in middle of the night? Did we ever get an explanation of that in the game? Because in the show it's like bro, you're in fucking jail, you know? Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't remember oh, yeah. we knew why he left. We just knew he no. left for some reason. He yeah. he never I, I thought that was interesting as well. He actually never left. He, he never in the left. Game, yeah. He arrives. Yeah. He arrives from no, work. He's on the phone. He's on the phone. No, the with second Tommy time. Like... Second time. Well, because because when Sarah wakes oh, up in the time, game, yeah. she can't find him, and all of a sudden he comes home and he's like, "Something's wrong with the Coopers." Yeah. And you know something's sure. gone wrong, and that's when he shoots the Mr. Cooper or whatever. And so maybe I was like, he just Where went was over he? to check on them. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he just heard like the whole situation. thing. I don't. I don't think he left in the game. I think this is like a plot. And also that scene when uh, Tommy calls him and tells him yeah. that this time, uh, you know, it was for a good reason because this guy went crazy on the on the waitress. And I was like, huh. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. <laughs> mm. we get the the fantastic car uh, car scene uh, <gasps> where they are trying oh. to leave. Uh, Eric already found the comparison between two pictures of how it was yes. in the game and how it is in the series. Fantastic work. It Good is job, everyone. so, like, this, like, I loved it already, but when it came to this specific sequence of them driving away, I was very curious how they were going to do all of this because 
it wasn't quite, it's not quite a cutscene because you're controlling Sarah at the same time. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I wonder yeah. how they're going to do this. Like, how are they going to shoot it? Is it just going to like be a POV? And they did do a POV in such a perfect way because there are times when you're playing Sarah and you can look side to side, but when you look back backwards, you can see the back of her head. And they mm -hmm. did that here. Mm -hmm. And seeing, um, I think it was Jimmy's house on fire. Jimmy, yeah, I was yeah. just sitting yeah. there like, like several times i was like oh my gosh just like jaw on the floor like like almost like uh leo in that movie was like ah, 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 hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey yeah 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 i was yeah, doing that was the whole yeah. time i was like that's exactly that is that's what it looks like in the game that's that's exactly how it's supposed to be that's exactly what he says and i was just i was blown away by how perfect it was if <laughs> you can't tell by there, my there's excitement. so much it's, <laughs> there's so much in that scene where it's like ripped exactly from the game, like their yeah. dialogue, the, the shots, the everything, the people that they pass uh, on the road. And Joel's like, no, someone, someone else, Somebody come else along. Come by. Little things like that were just so well done. There's, there's another uh, shot uh, while they're in the car where they, they go to, they're on a street and there's like a movie theater and a whole bunch of people run out yeah. of the movie theater and some yeah, people yeah, yeah. get tackled and stuff. I've yeah. never seen that. And it looked exactly like the shot, like even the choreography of like the stunt people. Yeah. It looked exactly like the game. I haven't had time yet, but I really want to go in and compare and see yeah. how closely That's, it's choreographed. That part exactly was where my brain literally could not comprehend if this was the game or if it was the TV show. My mm. brain was like, like glitching <laughs> out. <laughs> you, were, you were glitching? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, my brain was like glitching out. I was like, this is... is like it looks like they just like slapped the game in here i was yeah. shocked I've, I've always i've always hated when when video game adaptations try and do that when they have a shot that looks exactly the same as the game and they try and recreate it mm -hmm. uh i mean uncharted had that that airplane scene where he falls out of the airplane mm -hmm. and stuff and they try to do some things that were similar and i feel like it just it didn't feel authentic it didn't feel like they were yeah. making something new mm. whereas this it was shot for shot exactly the same and i felt like it still felt fresh it still felt like like i've it seen something together. new together it's, it's the same it's just ah, yeah yeah it's it's just it was such a cool little scene and to be able to as a fan be able to say like i've i've yeah. seen that before and yeah yeah we've seen that before oh. but they changed a very fun a fun uh, important thing in there and i love that change because planes at the beginning planes uh plane falling down from the sky and that's uh, well they faked uh, us out because yeah. the car looked like they it did. was gonna come and hit them and i was like yeah. here it is and it missed and i was like no it's not that that's you know, that shot that. was exactly the same as yeah. well like that the way yeah. that the camera turned that, that, that the car, camera was yeah, like, yeah 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 and then like, it's like, like, like oh, why? Uh -huh. why what's happening we got you they were like yeah no but they were like no it's cool we'll just we'll just land a plane on them instead yeah. Also, little Easter egg. All three of them are wearing the exact same clothes from the video game. Exact same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exact, exact same. Yeah. Like same. Jill's color of shirt is exactly the same. Yeah. I Which is like cool. even the cut know, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to ask, like, why can you do that with other video games adaptations? Why? I don't understand it. It's very it's, easy. I think it's easier for The Last of Us because it is so narratively driven in the first place that it's easier to adapt, which um, I think would be I, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But like, you know, sometimes but it's the not that hard. Like it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> why would you change clothing? Why? Yeah. You, the you source have material the, is right there. 
it's it's there you don't have to like overthink it just do what's there we like that (laughs) anyway beautiful scene with the plane uh falling down i bet it cost a million dollars to do that (laughs) oh seriously at least it looks so good very good very good uh very freaky as uh, they pan around and we can see the infected uh, attacking people and whatnot and then uh, obviously joel and uh, ellie uh, sarah get cut off from tommy uh and then i like that we still got a little bit of the running scene that we get we did in the at game. least get through the restaurant which i think was good it was small yes. but it was like good it's through the restaurant exactly like the game the guy and when then he we sat, got right into it. The scene where you know they find the infected. Joel is like, mm-hmm. "What do we do?" And then that guy looks up, stands up, and I'm like, "Ah, fucking run, run!" Yeah, <laughs> just fucking get out of there! Like, why are you watching? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> I don't understand why people do this. If I would see something like that, I would paralysis. Be like, just get out of there. I don't care eating another man i'm 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 out i don't care <laughs> why are you standing around watching that yeah but so it was fight or flight for you it's it's flight yeah <laughs> yeah i love that like even right after that they they get out and we are right where we were expecting all of this to go yeah and knowing where it was gonna go and it just even like I was ready for everything to happen, but I didn't expect it to go so perfectly to where like in the game and stuff, you know, we shot, he kind of like turns and almost like rolls down the hill. And he did that here too. The exact same thing, the kind of almost tucking yeah. to try and protect her, even though she was already his shield. Yeah. And his, mm. his humanity. Yeah. Is yeah. killed. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. it was wonderfully shot. I'm going to cry thinking about it. I cried so hard. Just like I did when I first played the game. I was bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Easily. But that's, I mean, that's, that's the beauty of that scene is it's, it's like I was saying earlier. I mean, we all knew it was coming. We've all played the games. We've, we've, I've played, I've played through that moment probably seven or eight times. I know it's coming. I know it's happening, but it's, it's still just hit. And I think it was also one of the most important things for the series is is that they they executed that moment because mm-hmm. I, that's the moment that sets the entire narrative mm-hmm. off you know it takes like you were saying takes joel's humanity away but it's also kind of the loss of a girl and joel meets ellie and you know finds that kind of relationship again so that that scene was so important and i feel like it was executed well yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it hurt <laughs> uh, and then and then we got uh you know the 20 year time jump you're in boston now uh and we talked about this uh the opening sequence that is this little boy walking up to the boston area that is closed down and you know you, you can kind of tell that something is not going to be right with this little boy and i was like okay what are we doing with the way this the little feet boy were dragging yeah mm. yeah and then uh you know they put him in this wheelchair i was surprised that they didn't shot him as he was approaching was- like i was like <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting seeing humanity coming from these soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah, and kind of I, I, it was such a brutal thing, but they did it humanely. Yeah, that was and interesting to see. Happiness. Like, I wonder if they, yeah, I wonder if they they were trying to sort of portray the Fedra people as maybe not that bad. 
like I was thinking, why would they? Why, I, I was thinking, why would they do it like that instead of just like, ah, oh, let's take him outside and just put a bullet. It's in his probably head. because it goes into the next scene to show how hardened Joel is because he sees the body of a child, picks it up, mm-hmm. and just tosses it in. It shows how yeah. morally gray he's becoming, has become, how hardened and heartless at this point. Yeah, he's become yeah, yeah, to where yeah. this girl is like, I can't, I can't deal with this body, and he's like, I'll do it. He yeah, picks I'll up, do it. yeah, I just I'll do it. carried Whatever. it the way he carried his daughter, and just tosses it in the fire. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's it's maybe uh... that's maybe that's the contrast of of Fedra agents or people just being a little bit more humane, mm-hmm. and then the next scene they show Joel just like whatever. Yeah, uh, that as well, and also because I think <laughs> uh, video games in general, and this is true for The Last of Us, lie to you. Uh, just paint some people way worse than they would actually be, I guess. Like, you know, just because they are soldiers doesn't mean that yeah. all of them lost their humanity or that they they mm-hmm. can see if it's, you know, especially if it's a child, then maybe mm-hmm. we should treat this differently. And, and, and I think it's good that they are not like, okay, they are soldiers, they are evil, and we hate them. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I get that you have like clear enemies in games and and they make it sometimes a bit more too clear and too obvious that they are the bad guys. Uh, And that's why I like this thing, because I'm like, they're still humans. You know, I like to think that. Yeah, Yeah. I like to think that they wouldn't be fucking assholes to everyone. So, yeah, that's not all the time. Not all the time. (laughs) But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we are in Boston. Joel is uh, doing this whole, uh, well, illegal stuff, I guess, selling uh, medicine that's already expired, (laughs) which is like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) I guess that's a thing here. And that was such a wonderful tie-in with that soldier, because especially with later within, you know, like in another 30 minutes, he comes back. Yeah. And I, because at first I was like, who is this guy? I was like. Why like so you're not gonna have <laughs> yeah you're not gonna have somebody like this come in and not be important later so i was like excited to see like oh, let's see where he comes up later and it was nice having him be the soldier that catches them yeah because in the game it's just three random characters that soldiers that just catch them and it was nice having this happen because mm-hmm. then joel was able to let out some serious aggression with that flash of his daughter, like, hey, you're dressed as a soldier. I'm gone. That was nice. I'm beating the shit out of you. Mm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought that was great. That was that was th- that was a great scene. I love that scene because it's it showed I'm excited to see Joel become that aggressive, ruthless, like killing machine, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the first that was his first like real kill that we've seen. I mean, he's he's probably done a lot of the stuff in the 20 year time yeah. jump. But uh, that was the first time we see him really go to town on someone. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, it's it's a beautifully connected thing, and and once again, you know, the soldier even warns him when they do that whole deal yeah. that you know you shouldn't come yeah. out at night mm-hmm. because, and then here we go. I told you. We, we, I mean, I told you. I I said it. The reason why they want to go out and why they need that those batteries is Tommy because Joel is looking for his brother which you know obviously if you haven't played the games and you're just only watching the series you're wondering like okay what happened to Tommy because he was fine mm-hmm. in in the previous scene 
very mm-hmm. senile. And I, I like how they connected that, that he like disappeared three weeks ago and, and Joel is trying to find him. And that's why he, yeah. he needs a car because they need to go to Wyoming um, uh, to find him. And uh, yeah. and I like that bit of connection. So it's not just like, you know, I'm a smuggler, so I smuggle stuff and happen to bump into the leader of the fireflies yeah. and get like, a car going. <laughs> Which I, yeah. I thought was interesting too because I was like, okay, they're doing the car battery thing now. What are they gonna mm. do with uh was it Ben? My my brain. Bill. <laughs> Bill. Bill. Yeah, thank you. Is that what are they gonna do? Bill. Are they gonna do the same thing, a car and a battery, or are they gonna change it up a little bit? Because I was like, if they're doing the car and battery thing now, I don't think they're gonna do that again. They it's might. really, it's really yeah, interesting because I think I I think that's actually that sort of that that moment of Joel saying he wants to find Tommy and that he's actually looking for Tommy. I think yeah. that's actually the biggest divergence mm-hmm. yeah, from the game is. so far because at the beginning of the game he's not looking for Tommy at all. He doesn't care. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care about Tommy. And the only reason he goes to find Tommy is because he loses the connection with the Fireflies and he knows that Tommy used to run with the Fireflies. That's why he yeah. seeks mm-hmm. him out. So I think that's that's the biggest divergence. And like you were saying, they they're looking for a car battery, but I suppose they're going to the capital in in Boston, and that's where they're going to get a car battery. So it's kind yeah. of like what happens after that. It's 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 interesting. Yeah. It's there's some things that are being changed, and it's kind of where where do they fit in? Yeah, yeah, and and we we also talked about this uh, briefly that uh, it's the kind of change that I don't mind. Like yes. it's not me rolling my eyes like oh, okay why do we need this it's 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 more like okay like, so you're, oh okay you're like, expanding your story interesting okay very interesting yeah. and so far it's good it's it, yeah. I I can safely say that all the changes or expansions that they added in there are all good so I'm yeah. like I'm not really which bothered. is surprising too because usually when there's adaptations like this us nerds are like. Oh, I don't like that you changed that. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Mm. But with yeah. these, if I, I think it's also too because Neil is so involved. It's his story, you know? And he's like, and he can, he is able to take the stories that he's already told and embellish them a bit more or even just tweak some things. That he's like, oh, you know, this would be better if it went this way because it fits mm. in as it continues going. I think is, is, is brilliant that he's able to do that because. Normally we would get all pissed off about changes, but here we are, some pretty hardcore fans. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm happy with these changes. And it's yeah. like Yeah. Really? Because they I think they, I think it's I think it's interesting when when writing a story for different mediums. Uh, because you know, when you're writing a story for a video game, you've got to include gameplay segments. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when when Joel needs to get from, you know, Boston to uh, to where does he go next? I think he's trying to get to Colorado. He's got to stop off in Pittsburgh. I mean, that's that whole section is kind of not necessarily to the whole story at large, mm. but it adds more to the story, and you can add more gameplay in there. So I think kind of now having the the medium of of a TV show, he can tell the story story a little bit differently. And I think he's fleshing out Tommy's character a lot more. I love the fact that that Joel's still yeah. connected to Tommy in some yeah. way because their relationship was was set up really nicely in that opening sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. which yeah. I loved. I just one thing as well. Um, Gabriel Luna plays Tommy. Yeah, and his accent is like his so voice is. I 
Good. I, the whole... I thought I was listening to Tommy from the game. Yeah. The whole world. Like it was like, there were the times that I was like, this is Sounded incredible. like Jeffrey. I, I literally texted Jeffrey and I was like, did you dub Gabriel? <laughs> it's this it's it can be real that he sounds exactly like you. And he just left. So <laughs> I and guess that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right, it sounded exactly like him. And I was just exactly like, the same. You could close your eyes and be like, you know what? And like I can't hear the difference. There no. he is. There he no. is. I was is. trying to do that with 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 Pedro at the beginning. I was like, I'll try to picture Joel and I'm like, okay, the accent's good, but it's not exactly like an impression of Joel yeah. or anything like that. It's his interpretation. And then you hear, yeah, then you hear Gabriel come in and it's like, is this what? It's, this sounds exactly the same. This is this yeah, is amazing. <laughs> it is fucking Tommy. Uh, but uh, for me, I said this once. I'm gonna say it a million times. I think Pedro's voice is just so much like Joel's. It is. Uh, like he he didn't really have to like force he didn't have anything. Changed much. No, not really. Yeah. Like it's it's just sounds so much like him, and I'm like, yeah, perfect. And he does a great job playing Joel. And who else does a great job playing his role or her role in this case, or they role? Their role, yes. Uh, Their role. Better. <laughs> yes. Nicely done. Uh, thank you. Uh, I had to think it through. <laughs> uh, better, MC <laughs> as Ellie, who just came oh, out as non-binary. Yeah. And uh, we just talked about this with Erica that now we have two HBO shows with non-binary actors oh, in there. So, how fantastic is that? So good. Oh, made me so, so happy. Good. Yeah. And Ella. she's sorry. They were just born they. for this role. They are just born. Like. I do. I I will not understand any of the hate that Bella is getting online. Like, oh yes, it just like they don't look, they don't look like so? Ellie, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, but did you see the acting? Because that was Ellie. I honestly think that people who complain about the looks it's are so just stupid. It's just first of all, yes, it's stupid. Second of all, you then just don't care about you know acting. You would rather have someone who looks exactly like Ellie, and yeah. then maybe they are just the worst in acting, but you wouldn't care. You wouldn't complain. Yeah. Like, hello. Uh, I think I acting think is a bigger part <laughs> than yeah. that's 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 the whole craft of it as well. If you're acting, you're trying to be a different person. So, I mean, sure, it's an adaptation and you're playing like someone who you already That's... have seen them, but you're also playing a different version. I mean, yeah. it's not like her it... getting hate because she doesn't look like Ellie is ah, just, so it's dumb. ridiculous. It's, it's like, it is the it is. way that Bella says motherfucker is just yeah. perfect. <laughs> I was like, I love you. <laughs> I, I, th like their chemistry from the moment that Joel oh, yeah. slams her to the ground. Is that just jump, that jump on Joel. I was like, come on. I loved it. It just their chemistry from there. I was like, oh, it's our Joel and Ellie. It is. I was so excited. It and is like, easily. As they kind of like move on to like um going back to the apartment and Joel falls asleep. And Ellie wakes him up by saying, Hey, you you mumble in your sleep. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, because it was exactly from the game too. Exactly, your watch is broken. Your watch is broken. It yeah. Just... <sighs> yeah, like, guys, I love this show so just... much. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I I I literally wrote this when I finished. I am so happy I was wrong. Yeah. Like never been happier because I kept so saying that. Yeah, that you know this can still be bad. 
until we watch it, we we can't say for sure that it's going to be good. And now that I watched it, I'm I'm so glad I was wrong. I honestly, I think we, I think we did a good job managing expectations. We didn't yeah. expect yeah. it to be incredible, and then when it was, we were like, okay, cool. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I I think based on this first episode, especially, uh, I am a lot more hopeful or a lot more trusting uh in the whole process like yeah. you know it's uh I, they 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 already showed us how they can handle horror elements because that's a big thing for me i love survival horror that's like mm -hmm. my thing that's why mm -hmm. i got into this game as well the first time around and i think it does it perfectly and i think they have to nail that like just perfectly because uh, the the horror things in this are like so good so freaking good so freaking it looks good. good for the rest for the rest of the series i think the the action sequences and horror sequences i think were really tense and really action-packed and it looks good for the rest of the series i mean obviously we want to see story and and things like yeah. that but i think also a large part of the audience wants to be entertained with some crazy mm -hmm. action or scary scenes uh i think it's gonna be yeah. interesting when we get to like like I was thinking about the like the Pittsburgh level where Joel falls down that elevator shaft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. in the basement oh. and stuff. Ugh. So when you're in the dark with a whole bunch of like running infected around, like things like that, I'm I'm keen to see what they do. With with no spores. I'm sorry, I'm so with salty no about that. They <laughs> can't help I, it. I think, and I'm actually playing. I the think game we may still because I've I've been playing okay. it slowly, so I'm like excited to kind of like play along with it, even though I'm like halfway done with the game. It's all still so fresh and so beautiful. Excellent, mm. Nick. What were you? Going I think to say? I think we may we we may mention that sports thing in every episode of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry. We're salty. We'll just get it out of the way. <laughs> we need like a little checkbox at the bottom. So like, as soon take as a we've shot. Done it, just every time thing. we get salty about spores. <laughs> oh my us, god! They're gonna get no, drunk. People will get <laughs> hammered. <laughs> let's hear your altogether thoughts like how would you rate this episode and and just you know just summarize it for me erica please go ahead yeah. i i was one of the ones who actually came into this super hopeful and super mm -hmm. excited because i had i had seen the people involved and uh you know just who was working on it and i instantly was hopeful and okay. I was worried about my hope that it would mm -hmm. bring it down. But I was astounded at this first, like, going back and, like, seeing all of this stuff, like, in this podcast that we're recording and the excitement that I had for, like, everything in the shop. Uh, things like carbon copy and just, like, yeah, yeah. the way that they executed uh, the smallest details mm. in the environment to make me feel immersed Mm -hmm. And immersed again into one of the games that means a whole lot to me. It's in my top three games ever. And so just every detail of it, I was so excited and so happy with things I've seen. My poor husband, I was just shouting, oh my gosh, you know, and everything. <laughs> and I would I would give this a solid nine out of ten. Like this is one of the best okay. episodes I've seen in my entire life. Okay. Okay. Nick. 
for me, I was a little bit more apprehensive going into it. I didn't want to get my expectations too high because uh, mm-hmm. I've done that before going into a lot of video game adaptations. Yeah. Uh, but I, I must say I was very pleasantly surprised. I think I, I wasn't expecting the scale of everything. Mm. I mean, it was, I, I thought, I didn't think it was going to get that much of a budget. And then I saw it's, I think it's the most expensive yeah. uh, TV production in Canada's history. It was shot in Alberta. Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. crazy. I didn't realize it was going to have that kind of scope. And I mean, the episode is is really, really well executed. I think it's amazing. And it's entertaining. It's thrilling. It's scary. It's heartbreaking. It's faithfully a- a- adapted from the game as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that's a big thing because sure, you can entertain the audience, but the hardcore fans, the people that love the game, you also want to like give little nods to them. And I think that that was done really, really tastefully as well. Yeah. The only thing, like I said earlier, the only criticism I have is that some of the scenes felt a bit rushed. I do okay. think that this first episode, it was 81 minutes. Mm-hmm. I do think it should have been two episodes. I don't think it should have been one. I think maybe they were trying to get that reveal where Ellie's infected. I think they were trying to have that be the cliffhanger at the end of episode one. I I just, I don't know. I felt like it could have either been two episodes or it could have been 90 minutes long. I felt like I was a bit rushed. Mm-hmm. So on my side, I would say episode one, I'm going to give an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. But okay. Hope, hopeful for, for what's to come. I think that it is going to just blow us away as it goes I'm gonna, by. It's still I'm just gonna an incredible 80 minutes. Jump right back in. Pardon my ineloquency because I am exhausted. But you were totally <laughs> right. And it the beauty of what they've done is they've made it make sense for people who haven't played the games yet. Exactly. And yet they've made it so mm. perfectly for people who have played the games that they're enjoying it and that they're loving it. So it's also really well done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, that's I, critical when it's when it's when it's something this big. I mean, you're gonna have millions and millions of people that are gonna watch it just today, even and yeah, millions yeah. more that are gonna pick it up. Yeah. And you can't guarantee everyone's gonna know that like Sarah dies and this happens and this happens. And I think they've done it in such a nice way that you you get to see all the story elements, but you also get the little nods to the the deeper, richer story from the game. Yeah, I I will tell you this uh, statistic uh, as a fun fact again. There will be more people watching this and experiencing the Last of Us story for the first time than the people who already know the Last of Us. What? And that's facts because that's generally speaking, uh, a series, a TV series, is more, um, you know, available to people than a game. And I find, I, that, I, that I find true. that yeah. info it just mind blowing. Like there will be people who will experience the Last of Us for the first time through this series. That makes me a so lot. happy. Lucky them, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we still lucky. Like come on, for the first time. Yeah. Well, oh, the thing that I, the things that I would give to experience it for the first time. All together, I am just really happy again that I was wrong. <laughs> I, I like to be a <laughs> pessimist when it comes to this kind of stuff because we've been burned before, and I, I yeah. just got tired of that. So I was, I rather went into it being like, oh, this can still be bad, uh, than being like, oh my god, this is going to be the best thing ever. Um, because you know, <laughs> this way, I was really, really genuinely surprised, like how freaking good it was and how fantastic of a job uh, they did 
uh, with the with the whole first episode so far. Uh, very happy with the casting. Very happy uh, with the story itself of of the added parts as well. Uh, so I I will I will go with with Erica's rating and I will also give it a nine out of 10 easily i i i stand by my previous sentence that i do think it's genuinely one of the best pilot episodes that a series can have uh so yeah nine out of ten and i honestly just can't wait to watch the next episode i'm so sad we have yeah. to wait so long. i know a right week. a whole week <laughs> it's like i, I was saying i was I was saying to a friend of mine uh, the other day, I was telling them I was going to be doing this podcast and I was saying, I miss the days of TV where it was like, you got to watch an episode of TV the next day you go to school or to work or whatever. You get to talk about it. You get to wait for a week. It builds up the anticipation and stuff. But something like this, like yeah. I finished the episode and I was like trying to click next episode. I was like, come next on, come episode, on. Next, next one. So I kind of, yeah, it would be nice to have an episode two already. So <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to Couch Soup. There are some really great things there. If you uh, subscribe to a monthly membership, you can see our pretty faces early before it comes out on YouTube and other things. Uh, not only will you get access to things early, there's some games that we do that get some really cool rewards and uh, some other things. So please come join our fun little community. We'd love to have you. This was Erica, Nick, and myself, Lily, uh, Andrew, and Survive. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.